0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Paddle Pod, your weekly podcast covering professional paddle presented by Hugo and Gons. We're on to episode 29. Hugo, as always, it's a pleasure to have you here with me. How are you
1: doing? Hi, Gons. Hi, everyone. All very well. Thanks. And yeah, looking forward to chatting a bit more, paddle as per usual. And I'm actually very excited for this episode because a lot of our episodes very factual and very game and match based and we're going to slightly go off road in the sense that it won't be that match and that tournament based. given that obviously we haven't had a tournament this week which is pretty sad to be honest I've missed it a lot and we've only got the three left this year which is even worse I don't know what I'm going to do in the early next year but anyway yeah good uh good to kick off <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was thinking about it, actually. And I think this is going to be one of the hottest shows, even though we don't have a tournament to discuss. Because I think even though the last week, no professional paddle has been played, but a lot has been going on behind the scenes. And I think we might start off with a bit of a timeline. So at the beginning of the week, uh, just to get a bit of context for, for all our listeners, there were rumors going out that, Ale Galán and Chingoto um, might be looking to pair up in 2024. Of course, we've already had some sort of confirmation that uh, Paquito and Chingoto are not going to be uh, together in 2024 and that Paquito is looking to go with Sanyo. But no one had uh, given out sort of visibility of what Chingoto was going to do. Who was he going to pair up with? So that was still a question in the air. And uh, the rumours came out at the beginning of this week. And then I think to add even more fuel to the fire, (laughs) towards towards the end of the week, we get this interview from Stupa. And he confirms that both him and Martin Dineno have been called up by Lebron and Galan respectively to pair up. So obviously Lebron would pair up with Stupa and Martin Dineno would pair up with uh, Galan. But in that interview, Stupa did mention that that won't be the case, and that the Super peers are going are still going to be, uh, the pair leading into going into twenty twenty four. But Hugo, I mean, I want to get your reaction. What an absolute madness!
1: <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I don't even know where to start. That would be <laughs> my initial reaction. If we maybe take it step by step chronologically, I think the first thing we should probably chat about is the first piece of news that came out which was, I'm pretty sure it was our colleagues at Bain de Diez saying that they had heard that Sanyo and Paquito had verbally agreed to play together from the start of next season. What are your thoughts on that partnership, Lons?
0: Yeah, I think we've discussed this briefly in previous episode. I think for me, Paquito and Sanyo, are not going to be as consistent as Pakito Chingoto, but I do think that they have a biggest shot at winning a title as such. I think when you look at it, if you look at it from a perspective of like, let's just analyze any given tournament, any given match, I feel like they have a higher ceiling. Obviously, Sanjo has the winning capabilities, has the experience of winning. We can't say the same about Chingoto and it's something that I think is sort of, he's carrying that weight of actually winning a title. So I feel like they do have a, a better chance, let's say, in a final of, of winning it. But I just don't think that they'll be as consistent. I don't think that they'll be week in, week out in the semifinals like they have been doing right now, uh, Pakistan and Tsingota. So, yeah, I'm not like overly massively excited, let's say, but I do think that they could win a tournament here and there.
1: I, I totally agree. And you are indeed right that we did touch on the subject towards the end of the last episode, so I don't wanna delve too much into it. But I agree. I think Sanyo and Paquito have a higher ceiling, or potentially have a higher ceiling than Chingoto and Paquito this season. But I do have question marks around their consistency. And I believe there's an interview that a lot of our well, a lot of paddle fans are pointing towards. A few months back, it was Sanyo being interviewed and he said something around something along the lines of he would never play with Paquito again because they, well, results were there. I think they won a fair amount of tournaments together, six or seven, throughout the two seasons they played together, but it was more their characters, well, they they, they are both very strong-willed, they have very strong characters, and potentially their characters didn't really work in sync, as per se. So, I am however excited to see them play together, but I wouldn't say I'm expecting them to compete with the top, top pairs. At least initially, we'll see how they fit in together, but obviously, moving on from that, maybe we should chat a little bit about whether what would happen if Galan and Cingotto teamed up. In terms of results that I expect from them, to be honest, Galan is one of the top three backhand players in the world no question alongside Tapia and Stupa right now and to be honest right now he's probably the best backhand player in the world really in terms of form he obviously dominated Paddle for so many years with Juan Lebanon, and he himself says that even though the season's been on and off and it hasn't been a great season a lot of the times when he was asked he was saying I'm feeling great I'm playing the best paddle I've played in my life so not that he was blaming it on Juan Lebron. It was more just the season that they've had to deal with in terms of injuries and Juan Lebron being, well, back and forth with his elbow issues. So I do think that Galan and Chingoda could do a lot of damage because Galan is basically more than capable of covering 70, 75% of the court and taking a lot of the volume of the ball. And he's basically completely opposite to Chingoda as a player. His... Best attributes are his smash, his volleys, his attacking play, and Chingoto will basically do the extra running that he needs. So, obviously, I don't think that that partnership would be better than Lebron Galan, to be totally honest, because as we've mentioned a lot throughout our conversations, I don't really see a better teammate for Galan than Lebron. And I don't see Chingoto in the top three forehand players at the moment, because in my eyes, they are clearly goya Lebanon, and dineno but well who knows would they be able to compete throughout a whole season against tabia goya and stupan dineno maybe i do think they would probably be favorites to well secure the third spot if that makes sense so the third position in the rankings but I have question marks in terms of how high their ceiling could be, mainly due to what we've seen this season with Chingoto and with Paquito. I do think Galan is a level above Paquito right now, also due to age, obviously. But And so that's why I think that Chingoto, Galan could do slightly better than what Paquito and Chingoto have done this season, which would probably indicate that they could potentially steal the trophy here and there. Whether they'll fight for the number one rank. I'm not sure. Don't know what you think, Gons.
0: If Paquito went with LeBron, would you say that's a better (laughs) pair than Ale and Chingoto?
1: I would think so. I don't know. I don't know why, but in my head, yes. The issue is obviously LeBron's injury. And we don't really understand the extent of it and how it's going to continue to affect his game. Right now, it seems like he's found the way around not being able to smash as much. But. Yeah, in my head, I would say that LeBron and Paquito would probably be able to fight for more trophies than Galan and Chingoto, And it's probably because I think the difference between Galan and Paquito is smaller than the difference between LeBron and Chingoto. if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, I think that makes complete sense. I think for me it's the same. It's sort of the question that I still have about Chingoto, especially offensively. I think that the fit is there between Galan and Chingotto. I do think that, well, let let me re-say that. I think that this Galan that we're seeing now, where he's occupying a lot more of the court, he's being way more aggressive, he's being way more effective, I think can pair up really well with Chingotto. I do think that previously Galan, Galan wasn't asked to do as much just because LeBron obviously had his smash had wasn't injured, he had all the capabilities of of being as good as Galan offensively. And I think many would argue that between Lebron and Galan, Lebron was a better player than Galan. So I don't necessarily think that's true nowadays, because obviously Galan has improved a lot, and Lebron has taken a step back, I think, due to his injury. So potentially, if this level, if Galan is able to keep up this level, this can definitely work for him and Chingoto if they were to pair up. But I wouldn't necessarily say that they're like a lock for that third spot. Obviously, that would also depend who pairs up with Lebron. And I still think that for them to really be challenging, Chingotto would need to improve offensively, sort of like how Martin Dinano has done, to be honest.
1: Yeah, to- totally agree. And if we move on to what we've briefly touched on regarding well, actually, is it even worth it? Because if the rumour is that Paquito and Sanyo have verbally agreed to team up towards the start of next season, is it even worth discussing the return of Paquito LeBron? I just don't know. Well, I'm really baffled by the whole situation because yeah, I still don't understand why it is that LeBron and Galán are looking to separate. It If it's due to LeBron's injury... Then what I don't understand is what you briefly mentioned towards the start of this episode. Obviously, Tupac said that LeBron had basically got in touch with Carlos Botsoni, who is his coach and pretty much leads Tupac. And obviously, Galan, as you said, got in touch with Dineno. If they're getting in touch with them separately regarding teaming up, it must mean that LeBron is thinking, I'm playing from the start of the 2024 100%. season you're so not going to call off that... a player
0: you're not going to call up you a know. player and say by the way around like april may does that more or less work for you we can start like playing together from then <laughs> like obviously not i completely agree with you i think he's looking to play if he has received that call it was to frankly to me I, i've just been i'm I'm, sh- I'm in shock because the fact as well that stupa has publicly mentioned it i'm not sure how that sits with the players like i have a feeling that Stupa was allowed to say that right because if he if not then if I was let's say Lebron and Galan, and obviously and I'm sure this happens by the way constantly I'm sure like players get in touch with each other asking like hey what are your plans for next season it would be great if we play together all these kind of things and obviously we don't hear half of them but the fact that we heard this one surely means that there has been some sort of approval from Lebron and because if not it would just be so weird can you imagine as a player like can you imagine yourself being LeBron calling like Stupa to play with him, and then obviously like not waiting for him to make it public, and then he makes it public? Like how the how how do you feel to be honest? This is crazy.
1: I I totally agree, and that's just what really blows my mind. I don't really know how to take the the information. So that's the thing. Maybe. If, it maybe they have just taken the, the decision to go separate ways because what of what we were saying they've been played together for probably around four years now obviously at the end of the day it's a relationship they probably see each other more than they see their girlfriends and you know spend more time with each other than they do with anyone else in their life so you're and and the thing is is you're kind of forced to do that not forced in the sense that well, you obviously choose your pair and your teammate, but you're forced in the sense that for as long as you play with that person, you have to see them day in, day out. And obviously, it, as they, they've said, it's been a shit season for them. They must have struggled a lot. And I'm sure there's been moments where Galan must have been frustrated with Lebanon's situation. He didn't really know what to do, whether he should go and find a new teammate. And he's, to be fair to him, he's been very patient and he waited for a long time until teaming up for John Santh for a few teaming up with John Sant for a few tournaments, so it does kind of feel like it's more. It, it almost feels like the decision's been taken because if you're already calling Franco and Martín, then uh, even if they say no, obviously Fabian and Goye aren't going to be separating anytime soon. But so if they say no they've already taken the decision to consider other alternatives. So so would you then go back and say, actually, you know what, let's stick together because we don't really have any better options. It is true. They don't have any better options, at least in my eyes, but it must be really tough mentally, right?
0: Yeah. I don't think you can sort of just go back and be like, oh, everything's fine by the way. It's like if you, you're with your partner, right. And you like split up and then you're like, like, oh, maybe it's best. Like, we don't just like, we don't, we're not loving, we're not in love with each other anymore. Let's just like take a break or whatever. And then you go out, you realize mm, maybe that person wasn't great. Should we just like go back together and pretend that like never happened? We never actually broke up. It's so weird. Obviously, that would never work in in an actual relationship. So, paddles, similarly, as you mentioned, they see each other every day, they see each other more. They're basically like a family. I do think that that is very weird. Obviously, uh, maybe after a certain time, like, could we ever see again Ale Galán, Lebron 2.0? Yes, we could. Like, maybe if they have a, a year, like, separate and then they come back together. We've seen that with a lot of pairs. But, yeah, this whole situation is just so weird. I think not only the fact that they're calling each other, because, I, like I mentioned, I think that loads of players do that in any case. And maybe perhaps when you first call someone, you're not necessarily, your, your first intention is not like, oh, let me just quit and, and go with them. But the fact that it's made public, it just, to me, gives me the feeling or the impression that there must be some sort of acceptance that, yeah, this is it, this is going to happen. So it's fine if we make it public. Because if not, like, what's the what's the whole point of this? Like, what's what's the drama that, like, there's been so much drama going on, so many rumors, like, flying out there. So why would you create this unnecessarily, right? So it just gives me the impression that, this um, this is like this is going to happen, and um, yeah, I mean it's been a hell of a roller coaster this whole Lebron and situation. <laughs> but Hugo, now I I might say that you you could see the the light at the end of the tunnel, and your prediction is now <laughs> coming closer and closer to to realizing.
1: Honestly, it couldn't have been further away about a week ago. And yeah. Suddenly, it's just it, it's almost certain. I mean, I don't even know what to say. Um, what I did actually want to touch on is, are you slightly surprised, say that Lebanon and Galan are going to separate and it's basically confirmed, are you surprised in any way that the NNR and Stuba said, no, we want to continue?
0: No, I'm not surprised. I think it makes sense. And the fact that they received that call means why? why wouldn't they receive it again, right? And I think that the year that they've had it's been incredible. It's only a year. I think that they can still improve their game. I think that they get along, which is obviously massive. And I think that this is the kind of relationship that very much like Leon and Galán have sustained it for a lot of years. I think that Los Superviewers can do the same. Now, I, I think nowadays it's just impossible to have a such a tenure like, for example, Juan Martin Diaz and, and Bella did. I think that's just a bit unrealistic. But I do think that Los Super Pibes can be one of those pairs that potentially last four or five years. And those four or five years are always sort of competing for for the number one. So it doesn't surprise me now and like i mentioned if they're still there like at, at the level that they've been playing at and then they, they show that they can they can be at i don't see why at another point in time they wouldn't receive that call again from from lebron and Alain. So i think it makes complete sense from their side it's like hey let's just stick together because we've been doing a hell of a job like why break it now and if we've got that like oh i always wanted to play with galana i always wanted to play with lebron like surely they can do at some point in the future as well what, what do you think
1: no, I I totally agree. To be honest, I don't think there's too much more to to add in that sense. Because why would you change? They're within touching distance of the number one spot, and they they may well make it before the end of the season. I know it's pretty much there for the taking for Dabian Goya, particularly given that. Well, many of you may have not heard, but LeBron actually announced might have been today, being Sunday, or. I think it was all yesterday, being Saturday. Yeah, I think it was recently. That he, yeah, that he won't be playing this upcoming week's Mexico World Paddle Tour tournament. Well, this is another one, to be honest. Yeah, and and I definitely and I definitely <laughs> want to to delve into that. But I just wanted to add one quick question before we go into that. In your eyes, so say Stupanineno and Voyan W aren't separating. Who would be the best pair? for LeBron and Galan not being able to pick each other, obviously? <laughs> wow, this is a tough question.
0: Mm, I still think that for LeBron, it will be Paquito. And for Galan,
1: oh, this is a very good question. It's tough, isn't it? I totally agree regarding LeBron and Paquito. I don't really see a better option, to be
0: honest. Yeah,
1: I think... Mm. I mean, to be honest, what I'd like to add is I'm quite surprised that Galan is preferring to go with Cingotto than John Sant. Yeah, like, I agree. It is true that he covers a lot of the court, and so maybe playing with a lefty is not what Galan wants or needs, but I just feel that we saw that they could really compete with both the Superbivés and when John Santh and Galan teamed up towards the start of the season and John Santh is getting better and better. He's basically been this season's most improved player for sure. Yeah. So I am slightly surprised in that sense, but for my in my eyes, it probably would be either John Santh or, or Chingoto really. John Santh, Chingoto, potentially
0: Yangwas as well. Those are the names that are coming yeah. to my head. I think. Like Momo's still obviously very new mm. to the right-handed side. I don't think that would be good. And Alex Ruiz, to be honest, I'd probably choose John Santh, Chingoto, um, and Yangwas before Alex Ruiz, if I'm honest.
1: Yeah, and I just wanted to drop a quick quick bomb here. And it may be me reading into things like I always do, but Lebanon's been in a an event this week in Italy, Fisio Creme's event. Obviously if he's your gram sponsor it on. And I saw him playing on the backhand side of the court in the videos really? on his Instagram account. Now, would he maybe consider going back to the backhand side of the court? Maybe teaming up with someone like Yangwas. I'm sure they got on really well. They're both from the south of Spain. They both love a bit of flair. I, I have know. seen that.
0: Like I've seen rumors about that, to be fair. and um, yeah, it could be it could be a case, but I guess then again, if we've all been saying like, oh, LeBron has changed and he doesn't have a, he doesn't need to play with a smash anymore and his smash is not as good, it's like, well, why would he be going to the left side where he would be asked to have that in his game? So,
1: yeah, does he that's team imp- up with a lefty?
0: And that's I why. Guess, yeah, I guess that could be interesting and that could be the case. But yeah, it's uh, I, I definitely would love to see him play on the left side again at some point.
1: I agree. I mean, obviously, I love watching him play on, on the forehand side of the court. And I just think he's, he's changed Paddle really forever in the way that he's approached playing on the forehand side. But I would love to see the return of him to the backhand and see whether he actually can bring his smash back and who he'd team up with. Because if he went for a lefty, obviously, it would only really be either John Sank or Alex Reith. But if he went with a right handed right-handed player could really see Yang was being the option and I could almost see one of these top top players making a bet on Yangwas because they feel that he could take you know take the step and become one of the top five players or top eight players in the world I, I could definitely see it so well just so many options so many rumors and to be honest I do think that over the next few weeks we'll probably have a better picture in terms of what the pairs will be towards the start of next season because they may well be announced and they probably want to start kick off with preseason straight away in January knowing who they're playing with this is pretty much any player to be honest so very excited for the next week next few weeks to be honest
0: <laughs> yeah and a lot of them as well like to announce it before the tournament like a certain tournament starts so especially thinking about the the top top pairs we've obviously got the masters final coming up so is always nice, like announcing this is gonna be my last tournament with with my pair, and then they sort of give it their all very much to so how like um Paquito and Martin Diana did last year where where they were they announced publicly that they were going to separate and they did it before a tournament that they, they, they said that that was their last tournament together, I think it was Santander and then they ended up winning it. So I don't think that there's a better occasion than than the master's finals for that. So for sure, I think, by then hope well, hopefully we do have um a bit more more news and more clarity around who are going to, who are the players that are just gonna to be together for the new season because uh it's getting very exciting
1: to be honest. I agree. And actually just moving on to the what we just mentioned regarding Lebanon not playing this week's Mexico World Paddle Tour Open. He announced it on his social media and said it's due to personal reasons seems to be due to personal reasons. Galan announced it, basically shared the same piece of news a few hours later. It just didn't really feel like they were in sync in terms of when it was announced, which for me looked a bit weird because normally you'd announce it at the same time on social media, right? If it's a decision, at the end of the day, it affects Galan as well, given that they've been playing so well recently and winning most tournaments. Again, that, I think alludes to the fact that their relationship might be a little bit deteriorated, don't you think?
0: Yeah, I just love how you're just finding every little thing <laughs> to point out, basically, and and alludes to the fact that, yeah, this is the cause that they might see. But I guess, like, yeah, these kind of things, it's like, people always laugh at them, like, oh, what are you saying? Like, that, that's complete nonsense what you're speaking about. But it's, like, kind of true, I would say. I'm not sure if this exact moment is... Is, um, is necessarily true, but I do remember when Lebron and Galán were going through that like tough period and you would point out the social media po- posts that felt a bit um bland and a bit cold and not tagging each other and all that kind of stuff. I-, I think that maybe had a bit more weight to it, but you never know. It definitely does feel a bit weird saying that they're going to miss the tournament for personal reasons. Obviously, all these rumors have leaked out. Do they just not want the smoke, in the sense of being there, potentially being asked all these things and about their new pairs and stuff, um, it could happen. So, but,
1: so yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one. I'm just surprised because obviously it's been announced very well, just um, a property. few hours, a couple of days before the start of the tournament, the draws have actually already taken place, and so that's why I'm more surprised if they'd announced it, you know with a lot of time in advance. I wouldn't be that surprised. And I just thought the timings of the announcements were different. But to be honest, I'm quite sad because they've been playing so well. I think it will obviously mean that the level of the tournament will be slightly lower at the moment. They're the informed pair. So it's a shame that we can't watch them next week in Mexico. It obviously clears Coyo and Tapia's route to confirming the number one spot a little bit. Which obviously I'm quietly happy about because I want them to end the season as the number one ranked pair. And I know you do too. But yeah, I do think it is a shame. Obviously, if it's due to some serious personal reason, then all the best for, for Juan Lebron. And I hope it's, I really hope it isn't. And yeah, I was just also surprised because he's been basically going to events. He's sponsored by La Roche-Posay, the, well, cream brand. And he's been at that event this past week with Alain Galan, who's also, also sponsored by the brand. And obviously he was at Fisio Grimes event, as I mentioned before. So the fact that he's out there playing, etc., means that it's not due to the injury. So, yeah, I just hope it's nothing serious. And yeah, because I really want to see them back on the court again. And if we've only got them for a couple of tournaments, Leon and Galan, that is, playing together, then I want to see as much as them as possible,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'll. In any case, either they're splitting or not. I'm sure that they'll put on a show at the Masters final in Barcelona and would want to end it in the best possible way. But uh, I guess that leads us nicely onto our next topic, which is the Masters final. Now it's very much closely approaching, and we've got uh, some. Well, I think basically all the all the players are confirmed. All the pairs, I think. I was actually doing some quick maths and the only real possibility that there is out there is the last spot, which is currently occupied by Coquinieto. Um, he's got 3,375 points and Diestro is, well, Bella is behind him, but obviously he's not going to be playing uh, so he's not really legible. Uh, Diestro is behind Bella with three thousand and thirty points. Now, actually, this is quite interesting because Diestro and Coqui Nieto face each other in the first round in Mexico. Now, Diestro would need a Herculean effort, uh, to essentially beat out Coqui to the to the Masters final, and I think he would need to make the semifinals, which is obviously seems a bit unrealistic. When, uh, yeah, they would need to go through. I believe Paquito and Chingoto in that side of the table, or, or Stupa Dineno. But yeah, in any case, very excited for that. Um, there's also rumours out there that Sanyo and Yangwas, which are the ones without a pair and that have qualified, um, will be pairing up together, essentially. Are you excited to see that that
1: together? Well, yes, definitely. Got to be honest, I don't really have huge expectations for them. They're both forehand players, so it will already be a bit strange. I've heard a few interviews from Yangwas talking about the possibility, or really, to be honest, it's it's just a reality that they will be playing together at the Masters final. And he was saying that he's asked Sanyo to start practising his ruler because he'll be the one playing on the back, it?
0: Yeah, I'm always so shocked. Why is he so why does he want other players to always play on the left? It always shocks me because I, I feel like he's got such a, he's got the height. He's like such a physical presence. Like he could easily play on the left. Like, especially when he played with Chingoto in that tournament, that FIP tournament. It's like, why would you let Chingoto play on the left? Which, I mean, in all fairness, he played great, but it just always, I'm always a bit shocked why Jangos is so reluctant to go on the left. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I'm I am surprised as well because when he, Yeah, it just feels like he takes any chance where he might be able to give it a go. He doesn't take it. And you're right, on paper, it looks like he would definitely be able to play on the backhand side of the court because he has, well, a very good attacking play. His smash is getting better and better. His volleys are good. So I guess he just must be really focused on playing on the forehand side of the court. And he must just really think that that's, the way forward in his career, and that's how he's going to get to play with the top players. Which, looking at Juan Lebron and what he's achieved, it does feel like it pays off. Because would Juan Lebron been, have been number one in the world if he stayed on the backhand side of the court? Maybe. But I think what's made Lebron and Galan invincible is that Lebron basically, and well, and Paquito and Lebron previously, is that Lebron saw that Paquito was the best player and said, you know what, I'll. Moved to the forehand side of the court to play with you, and then teamed up with Alain for the same reason, and it worked out. So I think Yang is just really focused on perfectioning his game on on the forehand. Yeah, that could be it.
0: To be fair, and obviously he's in all his right to do that, and if he just wants to stick to the right, <laughs> uh, very much can do so. But yeah, it's a bit of a shame. Like I would love to see him play on the left. But yeah, it'd also be very interesting to see Sanyo play on the left. I think you sort of mentioned I, I don't see them going very far, far out. But yeah, it could be you just never know with these pairs, right? Last year we had Chingoto and Diniano, who no one thought they would do anything, yep. and then all of a sudden they rock up to the final. So yeah, exactly I think, what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be it'll be great to see. It's always just so good to see the best players playing each other, um, regardless.
1: Agreed. And to be honest, I think it's a good time to tell the audience, Gons, your predictions for this week's Mexico World Paddle Tour Open, which is the penultimate World Paddle Tour tournament ever, which is really sad. And yeah, Gons,
0: over to you. Yeah, that is pretty crazy now that you say it but that means we are in our own little race. And yeah, <laughs> last, we- last week or the previous tournament, Malmo wasn't great for either of us. We ended up both in five points. Uh, so that means you are, you're in 74, I'm on 64. There's still that 10-point gap, which I need to get back. But yeah, let me start with my predictions for Mexico. Uh, I think that in the first semifinal, I'm going to go with Tapian Coelho against Tejo and Ruiz. Um, the second semifinal, I'm going to go with Chingotan Paquito against Stupandieno. Uh, the first semifinal, I think that Tapian Cuello will win by two sets to one. I'm going to go. And then in the second semifinal, I'm going to go Stupandieno by two sets to love. And in the final, I think oof, this is just quite, um, I'm quite uncertain about, but I think I am going to go with... Stupan uh, Dineno,
1: two sets to love. So interesting. So I could be just really math, go with the same predictions as you are going for, but they're very, I wouldn't say very different, but significantly different. So first semifinal for me will be Coyo and Tapia against Momo and Javi Garrido. And the second semi semi-final will be the same, Super Epibes against Chingoton Paquito. I think Coyo and Tapia will beat Momo and Garrido two sets to love. And I think the super superpives will be Paquito and Chicoto, two sets to one. And then I think in the final it will go Koyan Dabia's way. But it will be a very tight match and it's been a tough decision. But I'd say yeah, Koyan Dabia will win the final, two sets to one.
0: Okay, interesting. So this is basically like a make or break either it is. get it back or I'm done for the season. uh And I guess it, it was time to pull the trigger now. So yeah, very excited to see what <laughs> we've got, what we got on our hands. I'll be very much closely following the, the tournament uh, as we always do. But yeah, I think this wraps it up, Hugo has always been a pleasure to, to have you here and uh, I hope our listeners enjoyed it, uh, enjoyed it as well.
1: Yeah. Thanks very much, Gons. Pleasure as always. And Can't wait for a bit of Mexican paddle. Have a great week, guys. Speak soon.